Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Pros. No, sorry, Betting Pros NFL Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Dan Harris. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DanHarris80. With me is Matt Peralt. You can find him on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Matt, what's going on? So it's one of those days, right? We're just going to roll with it. Like, just don't even worry. Like, right? We can say whatever we want. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. Just loose. No worries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that every day? Are we not loose? Because yeah. all I do is just talk nonsense. So. Yeah, yeah. I hear this. It's that time of the year, right? The bags yeah. under my eyes will show you exactly what I've been oh, dealing with goodness. in terms of work and everything else that's been going on in the world right now but yeah uh look we had a good week last week let's let's do it again we're slowly but surely climbing up these leaderboards here with the DraftKings picks contest yeah so let's go through it as we always do uh, and again we are going to as we always do here get to every game on the slate because that is what we do but hopefully we will settle on our five picks for the DraftKings contest I'm also going to give you because the lines they come out and they lock on Wednesday morning, I believe, is when they come out for the DraftKings contest. So sometimes they're predicting, as Matt has explained, where they think the line is going to end up. But I'll also reference our bet analyzer over at bettingpros.com, which you should really check out, which basically has the consensus lines. You can also check them by book. And I'll let you know either against the spread. We'll talk about maybe sprinkling some over-unders as well, even though they're not in the DraftKings contest, where uh, the majority of experts are leaning. So I believe we were, what were we, eight and seven? No, we were 11 and nine yeah. coming into last week. Right. Uh, the picks that we wound up going with were the Steelers laying seven and a half to the Eagles, Ching. which we won and we knew about that. We went public with the Panthers getting two and a half from the Falcons. Didn't matter. We won. Uh, we went with the Colts laying one and a half against the Browns, which we sort of you know, we talked about afterwards. We weren't sure we were going to do it, but we wound up going with that it. That game and the 49ers were the one games that we, because we had three that we knew and we right. were good. And then we had two that we kind of were wishy-washy on and those two are the ones we lost. Yeah. So the <laughs> 49ers uh, laying eight and a half, they almost, almost covered yeah. against the Dolphins. They, uh, they lost by uh, 26, I believe. <laughs> uh, but we did go after Matt berated me on the podcast. This is what, by the way, I love. I wish everybody could just have a private view of like <laughs> my messages with Matt. Because literally, I was like, I kind of want the Vikings getting six and a half from the Seahawks. And he was like, what? you want to go against Russ in prime time <laughs> with Kirk Cousins? Are you crazy? And then legitimately, I check with him every Saturday night. He's like, you know what I'm thinking about? I think I like the Vikings. I was like, wait, what? Well, no, it's everybody not that I like the Vikings. You, you, I mean, I always preface this that like just because I think something, I go and talk to people I, I'm not someone who thinks that I'm smarter than everybody else and it's me versus the world. I go and do research and I ask those people behind the counter and I normally run our picks by them and I say, okay, what do you think? And the one that they said were uh-uh was Seattle. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And they're like, yeah, all the metrics, you would think that it's Seattle, but that line's too heavy. And lo and behold, Seahawks win, but the line was too heavy. Yeah, that's what we knew. Don't doubt me. And of course, <laughs> I have earned the right to whenever I want pick a Jets game as yes. the Cardinals destroyed yes. the Jets. Now, we'll see whether or not I think this is a week worth taking, but I have unfettered authority now after that game. We are in 179th place out of 689. So that's not bad at all. Now, we need a week, okay? We need like the 4 and 1 or the 5 and 0 oh week to really get there. But so long as we avoid yeah. any of these like really crushing weeks cuz it's it's a landmine out there. Uh, we're going to keep steadily moving up. We've gone from like 250th and over the last couple of weeks, just going three and two, we've moved up to 179th. So we are getting there. We are 14 and 11. So that is solid. 
So let's keep it going. Are we really? Uh, this... Wow, we're three games over 500 now. Okay. Yeah, we're at 56%. Yeah, we're 14 and 11. Now, in, uh, our... in most years, the winning, you have to be around in the beginning part of the of the Westgate Super Contest. If you scored anywhere above 65%, you normally were in the money. This now, because it's been so crazy, now you need to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 72, 73% to win. But given yeah. the number of, of people in our contest, I would say that 60% is going to be pretty decent. So if we keep if we move up a little bit and get around 60%, I think we're, we're going to be pretty good here across the entire season. So right now, the payoff uh, structure cuts at 65%. Okay. So if yep. you're 65% right now, you'd be cashing. But what's fascinating, Matt, is so almost everyone who has cashed, this is actually fascinating, almost everyone who has cashed has used at least one of their bye weeks. Wow, like already? get a reminder in the DraftKings contest, you get two bye weeks, okay, of the 16 weeks. So it only goes through week 16. You can take two weeks off. And Matt and I have kind of been saving them. I've been a little more willing to use them if I thought, you know, we, we didn't use it last week, which is good because we went three and two. But the vast majority, I mean, you've got guys who are, you know, 13, 20. You've got some who have used two. They're 10 out of 15, and they're cashing right now, so they're stuck. They must have right forgot. Now. The only way I could see you using two different weeks is, like, you just forgot to yeah. enter in. You Something got something caught up with you or something, because yeah. why would you use both knowing what potentially is coming in November and December? Yeah. Ooh. No, I, I, I know. I know. I, I don't get it, but I would say— Because how 80- fun would it be to be, be leading the contest and just sit on it? Yeah, and just say true. you guys come catch us. Like it would be not that we're going to be in first place, but if you were to have a free bye week, to have a bye week off, and be like, you guys come get us. Yeah, it, I, I I like it. All right. Well, anyway, uh, I would say of the people who are cashing right now, at least eighty percent have used one bye week. Wow. So good. Okay. You know, interesting. All right. So anyway, everybody is fascinated with the whole story of the DraftKings Championship, of course, but let's get into this week's games. That's what we're doing here. couple of reminders. One, no prop bets. I failed last week. I usually get Matt a couple of prop bets the night before. I am on a well. My house is on a well. That's where we draw water, and our well ran dry. And when you have... Yes, correct. We're in a drought in New Hampshire, 2020. Yeah. So uh, when you have no... I know that. My brother's an organic farmer in Western Mass. He's praying for rain. Yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> and so when you have a family of four and a stressed out wife and two kids and you can't flush toilets and you can't wow. take showers, things like that get in the way. I will not fail you again. Okay. If my well runs dry, I will still have three props waiting <laughs> for you, I promise. And if you want those props, Matt obviously should be listening to the Daily Juice podcast, my favorite podcast, Aww. other than this one, where he gives every day, 15 minutes in the morning, he gives out uh, his best bets and he will give props in addition Sunday mornings, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. on the Betting Pros YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Pros. Matt does an hour live stream. I provided my props there. He's going to relay them there. So make sure you subscribe and tune into that. In the meantime, let's do what we always do. Matt, you get your first choice. Any game you want, let me know what your top pick is on the slate. Do I need to describe what, do I need to say it? Yeah, you need to say I'm, it. I don't I'm, know what it is. I'm, yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, what do. is it? Yes, you do. You know what it is. All right. Hold on. Oh, well, I got it. I'm sorry. I do know exactly what it is. What? It is insert team playing the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> is that right? And they just happen to be playing the best team in football. Okay. The Chiefs are laying three and a half to the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. And this is now on Monday night, I believe. Did this Correct. get moved? This yes. was supposed to this be the a Thursday Monday night, night game. Monday night game. Correct. Yep. Okay. 
All right, Matt, make your case as to why you do. I mean, you're just Buffalo Bills defense is absolute trash. And even if White comes back and plays, which he looks like he's going to. He does. Yes. They can't stop anyone. And this is a pissed off team who is really angry about losing to the Raiders. And you've got a team that I think is going to come up and put a number. I'm going to put it at 40. The Chiefs will score 40 on the Buffalo Bills coming up on Monday night. Yeah. Um. Okay. I have this one on my list. So I, I'm pretty sure that this will be one that we will go with. And I'm never going to run away from backing Patrick Mahomes under any circumstances. I do not despise the Bills as Matt. I mean, I can't imagine how happy you were on Tuesday night. because no, see, I mean, it's funny because people DM me from the Daily Juice audience and they were like, why didn't you rub it in more? That Josh Allen threw two picks and looked horrible, like you said he was going to. And one I, of those, to, one of those, obviously was not in any way his fault. That bounced off, but still, he threw two picks. Go he ahead, threw two picks, and the the, the pick <laughs> that he threw to Mar- to Malcolm Butler was pathetic. Yeah. So, well, that, he threw two to Malcolm Butler. Yeah, but the, the second one was a real bad one. The first one was yeah, a deflection. Yeah. The, 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 the first one was one. a deflection. That one wasn't his fault. Yeah, the second one was was one hundred percent his fault. Yeah. And I just I don't need to take a victory lap on it because it's just like, yeah, this is who this team is. I mean, this is this is a regression coming. And I'm telling you, on November the 1st, when the Patriots play against the Bills, that game will be for first place in the division. And everybody yeah. thought it was over. Bills are going to run away with it. Oh, my gosh. They were breathlessly talking up an MVP candidacy for Josh Allen. No. Chiefs. All right. Late three and a half. So I am also in on this. There are, you know, I do not feel the same way about the Bills that Matt does. And I do think there's a chance they're going to be a little angry here. They were pretty embarrassed uh, on national television, essentially, by the Titans. They are getting healthier. John Brown is even looks like I think he practiced fully today. So he'll probably play. That does do a benefit. But again, the Chiefs coming off the loss in particular is really what I, they're going to be. Crazy, and they should have though- lost to the Patriots. Yeah, if yeah, Cam Newton plays true. in that game, they're coming off two losses. They've been they're yeah. trending in the wrong direction, so that's why now, I like them to bounce back. Now they're going to be down Sammy Watkins in this game. Not that big a deal because Miguel Hardman is very good and he will play. Uh, I think they're going to look to get back on track here. So I'm not scared off by the three and a half. It is in Buffalo, but there are no fans and it's not cold yet. So I don't think the home field advantage matters that much, other than the familiarity. And again, not a hugely short week because it's a Monday night game, but they it is a short week for the Bills since yep. they played Tuesday. Uh, the line, the consensus line on bettingpros.com, which I can check, has moved to minus four. So it is trending in the direction that we are thinking. And 68% of the consensus of experts against the spread are favoring the Chiefs. So we are not alone, and I'm fine. Basically, I'll put that one in pen because I'm yeah. I, I'm good to go with that one. Okay, let me know how you feel about this one, Matt, because I, I don't love that many games this week, but I do like a few, and okay. the Chiefs and the Bills were one of them. I know it's a divisional game, which usually scares me off, but I think in this game, there are a lot of warning signs for the Browns, who are flying high, and I kind of like the Steelers laying three and a half. Here's my case. Number one, OBJ, I I don't want to speculate because we don't know, but he left today with an illness. I guess he hasn't gotten his test back unless I've missed it. Twitter is down, by the way, yep. as we record this, or at least it was. So I don't know if he got that. Jarvis Landry, also backed up, has missed practice. When I hear Baker Mayfield is trending in the right, right. direction to play, <laughs> like the ribs are bothering him. The, the Steelers defense is going to, I know the Browns have a good offensive line. But they they get a ton of pressure. I think they're going to batter and bruise him, and I think they're going to do a lot of stuff. Meanwhile, the Steelers, Deontay Johnson is practicing, so he's probably going to play. They found their gem in Chase Claypool. Hopefully they know how to get involved. This is just a better team. And I don't love 
Mike Tomlin, like backing him under any of these circumstances. But I do just think right now, given that Mayfield is banged up, given that OBJ potentially won't play, given that Landry is banged up, given that, again, they're down Nick Chubb. And I know Kareem Hunt looks great, but it is a loss. So for me, divisional game, I get it, but I'm still willing to take. That's my number one pick. The Steelers, I think three and a half to the Browns. It's my number two pick. Yes. Okay. This is this uh, is a rarity. We don't need to do very much with it. It's my number two pick in the week. And I I often, whenever I talk Steelers, I go talk to Dave Sherapan, who's from Pittsburgh. Yep. And the number I think he told me is Cleveland has won one time in their last 20 in Pittsburgh. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, I feel pretty good about taking the Pittsburgh Steelers minus three and a half. The spread is the consensus spread on betting pros. Again, I'm looking at the bet analyzer, which is a really cool tool because you can look at the various different, uh, you know, how it is over under on the money line and just where people are coming out and where it's moving. It is still at three and a half and 67% around the Steelers. And the consensus, by the way, just so you know, it's not an overwhelming thing that just like, well, we like the favorites at all. That's not the way it works. I mean, people are are putting in, you know, a lot of times you see value in the underdogs. But right now, both our picks have essentially two thirds of the people who are making picks uh, on bettingpros.com along with us. I feel good about it. Okay. I feel good about two. Let, let's, let's get some dissension, Matt. Who's your number three? All right. I don't know if it's going to be dissension or not, but I look at this Green Bay team and I'm really... I really like what I'm seeing out of this offense. I love the balance. I think LaFleur and uh, the, I, I thought there was some potential for Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur to hate each other this year. I thought the drafting of Jordan Love was going to drive a wedge in this locker room, and it's been the opposite. No one's even talking about this kid. Now, they blew a first-round pick on a quarterback. Never should have done that. But they're getting healthy. This defense for the Bucs is decent, but I just, I'm just i a little concerned about what this offense is looking like for the Bucs. I mean, I thought Gronk was going to be a really big weapon in the red zone. He's been, exa- he's been literally invisible in the red zone. I-, I think the running game is okay, but they're very banged up still in, in, with their running back depth. I think their offensive line is okay, but not great. Brady's getting hit, and I, I, I think this Packers defense is a little bit sneaky here. I like Green Bay. The number has moved quite a bit. In favor, I think towards the Tampa Bay Bucks, which is yep. really kind of interesting, and I, I'm I'm kind of confused by the line movement. I like Green Bay minus two and a half here on the road under a field goal. So it, what is interesting is that the the Bucks are getting two and a half points. You said it's moved towards the Bucks. The consensus line is actually only the Bucks plus one. Okay, uh, at the moment, right? So that's basically where you were going with it. I'm not sure. I don't have a good feel for this game. Okay. That's basically what I'm going to say. Here, the Packers. Okay, first of all, I like how delicate you were being in describing, you know, what this looked like coming into the season for the Packers. Because <laughs> yeah, it looked like a disaster. They yeah. basically ignored Rodgers coming in whatsoever into the draft. However, they are playing extremely well. But they've beaten the Vikings when the Vikings didn't have a secondary to know what they were doing. The Lions, the Falcons, and the Saints, which I'll give them. The Saints, you know, that was a good win. I. When you first messaged me with this game, I thought you were taking the Bucks side of it. Is that true, by the way? When I you was. First me, and you got talked out of it. Well, no, I went and read a couple different stories and looked at a couple different lines and then talked to a friend of mine from Pro Football Focus. And they're very concerned about the Bucks offense. Okay. They, they, they have very low grades on a lot, of the, a lot of the players. Injuries or no injuries. No, Godwin being out is significant. Evans not being healthy is significant. I think Godwin may play. 
That's well, the thing. He he returned to practice. If he plays it, it, okay, but he's still not, him and Brady are still not on the same page. And I'm still concerned about, I mean, OJ Howard's gone for the year. Gronk has been not, I mean, not a part of this offense at yeah, all. And I, I just, I'm just, I'm concerned about this offense for, for Tampa. And I think, I think that the Bucks are going to score, are, are going to give up 30 here to the Packers. So, I mean, Devontae Adams is coming back. Yeah, Adams is coming back, and, and Vita Vea is, is, you know, that's a big loss yeah. for them. Um, and you got Aaron Jones running the football, and their best run-stopping defensive lineman is not playing. I mean, their run, their defense is still good. I, I I think this is one where I'm probably, I, I think I'm on the other side. Okay. So I think I'd probably stay away from it. I don't love, like, it wasn't one of my top choices to be like, give me the bucks or anything like that. Also, I, I get it. They should have won that. I mean, I, I realize they lost to the Bears, but they should have won that game pretty easily, despite the fact that they had nobody at wide receiver. Even, you know, Evans was was banged up. I think an angry Brady, if he gets Godwin back, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to bet against them in Tampa. So I think that's a stay away for me. Okay. But uh, that, that's fine. Uh, you're not going to like this game. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> um, I like the Bears getting two and a half from the Panthers in Carolina. Uh, here is why. The Panthers have looked very good the last couple of games, uh, but they don't do great against good defenses. 17 points against the Bucks, 21 points against the Chargers. It's not like they're putting up a ton of points. I don't think they're going to be able to put up a ton of points against the Bears, who are essentially off a mini-buy because they got in on Thursday. Now I get it. It's in Carolina. I get it. Nick Foles, at many points in that game, looked terrible. But this is kind of a classic case of selling a team when they're high. And I think the Panthers are not as good as they looked. I think their defense is still bad. I think Dave Montgomery is finally going to have a really good game in this one. I think the Bears defense is really what does it for me. So I like the Bears getting two and a half from the Panthers in Carolina. Teddy Bridgewater is 16 and four against the spread in the last 20 games. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're, you're going against Joe Brady and a team that looks better and better and better every week. Yeah. This is classic case of selling high. The spread, by the way, is moving in this is moving in the Bears' direction. Yeah, I know, but I this you're is, nixing it. Yeah, I know. All I, right, I, I can't take this Bears' offense. I, I just it's just such a train wreck. It's just such it's, a disaster right now in terms of if Bridgewater gets rolling and puts up some points. I just well, the, I think that's what are, I think. The Bears are I don't on the think, road. I mean, it's just. Chicago road, you know, home road. I get There's it. There's fans there in Carolina, though. Yeah, I know. But, you know, the, when you, it's very different when you have, you know, 7,000, however many fans they have or whatever. Uh, you know, I mean, it's I, I've seen people start to push Matt Rule for coach of the year. Right. I, I that is classic, though. That's exactly what I'm saying. That is classic overreaction to a couple of wins off teams that aren't that great and being like, look at this. But you this think, is a you don't think the Bears are a good team, though, do you? No, I don't. So, I think like, they're so it, it, they're in the same vein as all the teams they've beaten. But I think they have a legitimate defense. That's what I think about the Bears. So I think that the fact that the Bears are 4-1 and one right now is silly. But I do think that they have a legitimate defense. And I think that that's where the Panthers' offense is going to struggle. I still think, you know, and not only that, the Panthers' run defense, which is terrible to begin with, they're down a few players now coming into this game as well. So I really do think that the style that Matt Nagy probably wants to run in this game, he's going to be able to run. So... I like the Bears. I'm going to be on the Bears, just on my own, but that's fine. You yeah. can put it outside the contact. We agreed on the first two, disagreed on the next two. <laughs> Let's go to your next pick. Oh, so, by the way, I will say 61%. Uh, even at the Right now, the consensus line is the Panthers laying one. 
that 61% are on the Panthers. So they're on your side on that one. I don't care. I'll be on an island. It doesn't matter to me. All right, go ahead for your next pick. So the, the the next bunch here, those are the three. Like, I like Carolina. Steelers and the Chiefs and Carolina are the three that I like a lot. The next, Wait, you liked Carolina? That was one of your picks? No, I mean, I, I don't know if I, if I wrote it to you or not, but I, I've got my list. No, of, no, you don't have to. Not that you wrote it to me, but even now you were going to say Carolina? Yeah, yeah it's, All it, right. it's on my list of, of, of I, I've got basically... Steelers, well, well, no, let me correct me. So, yeah, Steelers and the Chiefs were my top two. Then yes. Carolina came in three. Okay. N- number four, my my four, five, and six picks here are all kind of in the same boat of like, I'm not comfortable. I don't like it, but I would Well, be- you listed the Packers as well already, Yeah, right? so Packers too. Like yeah, yeah, I did, I did like Green okay. Bay. I just, sorry, I, okay. cro- I crossed out Green Bay. Yep, yep, yep. Because you said no. Uh, we're crossing out Carolina. So the next one is Dallas, and th- this is going to be a very popular pick here, and, 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 and it's- the Cardinals, there's something really wrong with this Cardinals team. Chandler Jones is now up for the year. The, yeah. Their defense can't really tackle anybody. And Andy Dalton's not an awful quarterback by any means. I think there is a win-one for the Gipper type of moment here for the Dallas Cowboys. This is going to be a very public play. We're catching two and a half points at home in prime time on Monday night. And I love Kyler Murray to pick up some nice yardage here. But, you know, you know Vanderlei may play in this game, which would be a real big step up for that defense. He was able to go. He's back at practice. I just think there's something up here with this Cardinals team, and I think they go back to being what they always should have been, I think, with Dallas, and that's a Zeke-heavy team. Run the football, pound the rock, play ball control, and try to keep their defense off the field. So I think Dallas catching two and a half points is is the side I like there. It is. I mean, the spread is moving towards Dallas. If I like a side, it would be Dallas. But this from the guy who was like, I can never, Kirk Cousins in primetime, you want to get Andy Dalton? In prime time, that's where you want to go. It's with more. This team? It, it's more like I think the team rallies. I think the same like with the Texans and the Texans coming back and, and winning that game against Jacksonville. And, and I mean Jacksonville so bad, but I, I just I think there's something up with this Cardinals offense. And if you look at the passing attack for. I mean, they're not giving the ball to Hopkins as much as they should be. And there's been some regression there from the quarterback in Murray. So he's still running the ball a lot, but he's not throwing the ball down the field nearly as much as you would like. And all these safeties are creeping up to the line of scrimmage and saying, go ahead, throw over the top. And they don't do it. So I don't know what to make of what's going on with the Cardinals. It's more of a fade on the Cardinals than it is a take on Andy Dalton. Yeah, I'll say this. I don't hate it. Um... I'll, I'll put it to the side. Okay. It's the right side of the pick, I think. It is, by the way, so on the bet analyzer, I can sort by heavily picked one side to, to none. It's 50-50. Oh, okay. The wow. Cowboys, one and a half. Uh, I'm going to be on the Cowboys when I pick the game. I'm just not sure I want it for the contest. But if we can't agree, that's one where I'd, I might be willing to. Plus, it's fun to bet a Monday night game, by the way. It, but uh, well, we, we I, already have one. With KC. That's true. That's so, true. So if you want double to, it up. This is, and this double is double yeah. your pleasure. Double your fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I might. I, I might. Let's put that one in, in uh, the maybe category. Okay. So I don't. We're not nixing it. Uh, you may nix this one after what happened to us last week with this team. It's the 49ers getting three and a half from the Rams. Uh, I feel like we're both generally a little high on the Rams this year. So it's kind of weird. You know, we like the whole. There are no, um, you know, fans to bother Jared Goff and McVay yep. in his ear. Um, but this, what happened last week, man? Garoppolo looked terrible, terrible, absolutely terrible. I think it's just kind of one of those weeks. They they haven't looked great at all for the whole year, and they're they're injured, of course, throughout. Uh, it just felt like one of those weeks, and I think they're going to be pretty desperate here. I think this is their 
third straight game at home. Yes. If I'm not yet right, yes. their third straight game at home. I think Garoppolo is going to start. I think that was just a bad growl. I don't know if it was the ankle or whether or not, whatever it was. I think he just wasn't right. It was one of those terrible games. I think it's too much of an overreaction, how we're looking at uh, with the line. I, I th- They're getting a little healthier on defense. I've obviously lost, you know, Bosa for the full year and everything like that. But mostly Witherspoon's going to be back. So they're getting a little healthier in the secondary. Mostert is now back. The Rams do not stop tight ends very well, so I think Kittle's going to go crazy. And this just strikes me again. I look for these situations where it's, you know, kind of buy low, sell high here in this situation. And 49ers just strike me as a team that's buy low. If I'm getting more than a field goal in this game, I'm willing to take it. So that's my next pick. Go ahead. I think we should take it. Really? Yeah. And a couple of reasons why. One, I'm, I wouldn't bet this game, okay? Because okay. I, I, I feel I feel okay enough putting a pick on it for our team versus mm-hmm. money. So, I again, I talked to a lot of people about a variety. And, and this is a game where one of the people I talked to, he's got a guy who runs all these algorithms and numbers. And he has this game as San Fran minus one. The look-ahead line yep. was San Fran minus three. Now it's they're catching three and a half points. Yep. So we're catching six and a half points of value here in this game. And it's a divisional game coming off of a horrible performance. And you know this team's gonna get ripped and screamed at and they're gonna go crazy for this. They need a they need a victory desperately here. It's a four and one Rams team. I don't think they're a five and one caliber team, and I don't think San Fran is this bad. Now, there's always a regression for the team that comes off of a loss in the Super Bowl, but this is a team that needs a victory in the worst way, and I could easily see the Rams winning it on a last second kick, and we yep. win, and we win on the hook. So exactly, I like the three and a half number there. It's more of a numbers play for the contest Correct. than anything else, but I think the hook there matters. Yep, it's the hook. And right now, by the way, the consensus line is down to three. At yep. that point, it's a little different, right? Yep. Totally. Uh, oh, I'm getting something. Uh, oh boy, the uh, this only helps us uh, with our pick, Matt. Uh, uh, per ESPN. Apparently, Le'Veon Bell will be signing with the Chiefs. Yeah, the that's, Chiefs. Yeah, we knew that was live happening. news. Yeah, that's, which really, I mean, no bump up, whatever the spread is, they're going to win by twelve now. Once really? Le'Veon Bell is there, it's got, no, I'm kidding, oh, okay. Matt. It's completely irrelevant. But I don't know. It's I irrelevant like to, though. I mean, it's it's it is another guy for them to go ahead and and, and use in the screen game and have him. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he's a weapon. I mean, he, he can catch the football and run the football. I just. So can, Soaking Edwards Alaire though, like yeah, what I'm a little weird. Do? I'm a little weirded out by that. I mean, th- th- that's the only thing that if you have any futures on on Edwards Alaire winning Rookie of the Year or yeah. you know having a big season if he's on your fantasy team or whatnot, that all of a sudden you're bringing in somebody to take away touches from him. So I don't. Oh, love that's that. that's fair. That's fair. That yeah. that's something that's fair. And he will fi- you know factor in. I'm sure Bell will. But I've watched. It's weird Bell though because he could have. I mean, I suppose the, the Dolphins threw a ton of money at him. Yes, supposedly. he wants to win. He wants to win a Super Bowl. He wants and to I get that, I do, but I, I also I also think like you could have gone, I don't know, you could have gone to a to a team where you were going to be utilized and win, a, you know, and win a Super Bowl. I just feel like there's so many guys who want who want touches in an offense already that it's just a, such a stacked team already. But it's a big move for the Chiefs. I mean, that's that's All a right. big weapon. Well, that's it. We've we've reached our uh, our limit on how much we could talk about Le'Veon Bell. So we've got <laughs> three now, Matt. We've yep. got three that I feel okay about. These All are right. three of my top four picks. So go to your next one. So these next two are just gross, and I, I don't know what to do with it. And so I, I want to see how, kind of how you feel. Go ahead. How do you feel about the Texans plus three and a half against the Titans? Um, I kind of like that game. I, I almost had 
basically written it off because I was like, well, you love the Titans justifiably. They've been playing exceptional football. You like them coming in. You took the alternative win total on the Daily Juice, which I love because (laughs) I I really do have a rooting interest. It looks like a great call by you so long as I can avoid injury. But yeah, I kind of like that game. But I it was like down on my list because I said, there's no way Matt's going to want to pick again. Again, it's the same thing like with San Francisco. It's the same thing. It's more of a system play because it's a divisional game. And like, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the Titans have been playing so many of these tight football games. And look, they just blew had a huge blowout victory. Yeah. They were playing really angry and they were mad and they want to shut everybody up. But now they're on the now. The only thing that scares me about this game is that this game's at home. I, I yeah. if this was at Houston. I feel way more comfortable taking Houston. But since it's at Tennessee, like I just I don't know about it. It, it concerns me about right now. But it is one of the games that from a system play. You know, catching three and a half points in a divisional game, I don't hate it. So I didn't know how you feel. How you, it's on my list. So I don't know if you hated it or liked it, but no. I'd be willing to consider it. It's on my list. It's on my list. I, I don't want to write it in in pen because okay. I want to talk through a couple more games, but it is a three and a half. The, the overwhelming consensus is on the Titans at three and a half. But I, I agree with you for the contest. It is sort of something. And they don't, you know, the one thing I said, I, I it's more of the first game out. And it's not like the Texans played that well against the Jaguars. The Jaguars easily could have covered yes. um, that spread well, had, they, goals had a kicker. Ugh. All right. Yeah. But the Texans did, you saw, I mean, Watson threw three touchdown passes. The offense is going to look better now that they're facing some softer defenses. I think Brandon Cooks looked good mm. as long as Will Fuller is healthy. David Johnson is still around and Deshaun Watson is really good. I. It's a short week for the Titans. They're coming off like a huge win, like yeah. a real short week, right? I yep. mean, because they're, you know, so I, I kind of like it, Matt. I, I could see this one being one where and we end up. The pass rush from the Titans just is not there. There's just yeah. nothing. There's nobody getting after the quarterback. Their secondary is good, but their but their pass rush is not there. So yeah. you give Watson time in the pocket, and he picks people apart. So yeah. that's my that's my concern with that because the Texans are one in four, and the Titans are four and zero. Oh. Do I think they go to five and zero? Oh? I mean, I have them at nine and a half wins. <laughs> like if they go to five and zero, oh, that would be amazing. But I just something tells me that they're due to have all this chaos and controversy, kind of a flat spot for them potentially in their schedule against a yeah. team that's totally up against a wall. Yeah, this just strikes me as a game that there, you know, that Houston's going to be able to keep close, and you're getting the hook. I kind of like it. I, my guess is we're going with it. My guess is we're going with it. But let, let's keep talking through some of them. Okay. How do you feel? This is not, you know, I have full authority now to do whatever I want with the Jets. I'm not exercising it on okay. this game because I don't love it. But I, I am on the, the Dolphins side of the laying eight and a half against the Jets. How do you feel right now? We've got, uh, you know, Sam Darnold already ruled out for the game. So it's, you know, slinging Joe Flacco there. They may get a little healthier wide receiver. Brashad Perman is starting to practice. I don't think Mims is going to be back. I know he's activated off IR, but he got 21 days. Um, how do you feel about the Dolphins laying eight and a half to the Jets? I'd be fine with it. I mean, I think the Jets are done. I think they're keeping Adam Gase for a reason. I think that they want to lose. And it's just a matter of how many points will they lose by. Yeah. So it's up you, to nine and a half already. If you consensus. want to still, if you want to stand on a table and say, this is a game where, I mean, if the Patriots are 10 point favorites to the Broncos. Yeah. The Dolphins are going to just destroy the Jets. I mean, you it know, just, I, the, all, what makes me hesitant, the reason I'm not, because I've been jumping on every other day. I've always wanted to be like the Cardinals seven and a half. I don't care. It's more than a touchdown. I don't care that I'm fading the Cardinals at right. this point. The Jets are historically bad at this point is that it does strike me a little bit as like you see Fitz come out 
every once in a while and just be like, oh, today's the day. Today's the day where I'm throwing four interceptions. Doesn't matter to the opponent. But it really is hard. But to he's the keeping Tua on the sidelines by how he's I know, playing. So I, I think a- there's something to the fact that he doesn't want to give it up. You've seen him, though, enough oh, yeah. to know that these can go away. I, I think this is one that I, I kind of like, uh, but I'm not 100% putting it in. But I, I lean that way. So right now, we could put in this one and we could put in the Texans. And I'd be totally fine with our five picks right now. But let's keep talking through any other game that you have on your radar. And I yeah. will say, by the way, 92% of the experts who have made picks <laughs> are on the on uh, the Dolphins who are giving. And again, the spread is rising, uh, you know, maybe because Darnold was out, maybe because the books are slowly realizing we can't make the line high enough. Right. You know, that that year that the Patriots were favored and the Dolphins, yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> was that last year? Probably. Yeah. Where the uh, where the spreads just got to be like 16 or 17. They're like, we don't really know when it ends. I feel like it might be like that for the Jets, especially with Flacco there. So let's put that one in the maybe pile, but I'm leaning towards it as well. Right, Do you have last, any other games that you like? Yeah, the last one on my list, and uh, something's up with the Colts offense, and I'm just not – whether it's Phillip Rivers and the lack of arm strength or that Jonathan Taylor's not the, the running back that I thought he was going to be in the NFL after having a great career, the worry was how much Wisconsin used him, and I don't know if there's just not enough tread on the tires or what, uh, but Cincinnati got embarrassed – and they couldn't do anything. They were blitzed like crazy. And the the Colts defense is okay, but they're not great. They've been banged up. I know Leonard's coming back and whatnot. But I think Joe Burrow, to keep this game within eight and a half points, I, I think Cincy is going to be, they might lose, but I think they're in the game by a touchdown or less here against the Colts. Yeah, it's moving in that direction. It's seven and a half now at the consensus. 64% uh, of our experts like Cincy. Yeah, that's a really tough one for me. Do we know about Leonard? Is he practicing? I think he's, he's questionable, but I think I think he was back at practice today. If he plays, that makes me a little less excited about it, just because I think that that the whole defense it just it, it's hard to see. Uh, well, you know, it's 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 another one that's maybe this is a weird week, Matt, yep, because I feel like there are there are a lot of games that I'm like, okay, I can live with this game. Like that's a game. If you were like Dan, I love this game. This is my game. Got to put it in. I think it's okay. I just worry a little bit. I agree completely. Rivers looks completely toast, like just done, like can't do anything whatsoever. Taylor looked a little better, I thought, last game. And I think he's, you know, hopefully they might just need to ride him a little more and let him get in a groove as opposed to giving touches to Jordan Wilkins and Naeem Hines. But I agree that it seems weird that they would be able to to kind of run away with this thing and get it by more than touch on. So let's put that one in the maybe pile as well. Let's run through a couple other games sure. here. And then we can settle on. How do you feel about the Giants laying two? I'm not picking either side. I'm just giving the spread. So <laughs> yes. I don't think I'm taking the spread. In New York, the Giants giving two and a half to Washington. See, the whole thing with the quarterback spot with Washington concerns me a little bit. Because if I had some, a better idea as to like, okay, Kyle Allen's playing and that's it. He is. I know he is, but if he gets dinged up, I mean, he gets hurt again. Here comes Alex Smith. So like, yeah, but that's every. That's every. I you know, know, but like, if you are, if you play your first half of football in forever for your team, and you get hurt in the first week, the first, the first week, first quarter. Yeah, I, I mean, come on. Like, I'm just like, um, something's. I, I'm concerned about trusting what Washington could do because I do think if they get Chase Young back and he's effective, 
I mean, I don't like either team in New York, to be quite honest. I don't think any either the Jets or the Giants should be favored against anybody in the NFL. That's to, I, to I think the wrong team might be favored. Yeah, so, like, so that's like, legitimately <laughs> how I feel. I think the wrong team is favored. But at, I just don't the, know what's going on with their offense. I, I mean, if, yeah. I just don't know if I can trust their quarterbacks to stay healthy. And then am I, am I betting on Alex Smith to win if the game? If we're betting on Alex Smith, who, Ooh. again, awesome story incredible to see him out there but he couldn't you know yeah. he couldn't he, 39 yards passing in the second half <laughs> he's not he's not healthy enough you know or you know he can't move well enough I, I think at this point to do anything on offense so yeah that's fine but Allen is is playing I'm not pushing for this game okay. but we're both on the same side we're both on yeah. Washington getting two and a half okay but I, I I admit I we're at the point where I don't like any of these games we're about to discuss okay. as much as the games that we already have discussed but I do want to see so we know when you and I talk about it on Saturday nights how we feel about it but I am you know talk to you guys because I am I do like watching it, but I agree that if Alex Smith were in there, it would make me a little nervous. How do you feel about your boys, the Patriots, <laughs> laying nine and a half to the Broncos? <sighs> Cam Newton is back. Sounds like Stephon Gilmore is back. So according to the pro football focus friends of mine, yes, they think this line should be 14. Yeah, I'm not kidding. And I, it, it's, they, it's too they, low. They believe it's too low. They believe that Cam, Cam and company, this is where my fandom gets a little, I, I often time. It's part of my, every, every week on the Daily Juice, I do a teaser. It missed for the first time all year. It's four and one now for a two-leg teaser. And it missed because the Jacksonville Jaguars kicker missed two, two field goals, two right. chip shots. If he hits both those field goals, the, the teaser is five and oh. So I got screwed by a kicker. This is one of my legs taking the taking the Patriots and teasing it down, and I I hope more money comes in here and the line stops going up. But right now it's ten. I would tease it down to four if I can get three and a half or three. I would love it. But the Patriots are winning this game. My question is by what number are they winning this game? And I, the Broncos and the Patriots have a funky history with each other. It's just a, it's a, it's an unseen rivalry. It's not talked about all that much, but the two yep. franchises hate each other. <laughs> like they just straight up hate each other. So, yep. I mean, you, you get the quarterback back, although I'm not a huge fan of him, and I I, I don't hate it. It's just you know double digits. Everyone's saying it should be over double digits, so this line would be under double digits. So. Yep. I would say I, I don't hate it. How about that? If, we, if you said you wanted to take it, I wouldn't say no. No. Okay. I don't want to take it, but it is one. I, there's going to be these games. And again, yeah. follow us on Twitter. We tweeted out Dan Harris, 80 and at Sports Talk Matt, where we are going to give out our final picks. This is one where 100% I could see if you talk to people and you sort of get more info. I like if you say, Dan, I want to do this. We're doing it because there are some like right now where it'd be like, if you want to take the Panthers, I'm just not doing it. Like, okay. I, I like the Bears side of it, so we're not going to go there. But we're on the same side of this one. So it is one that we probably will not pick when I recap what our picks are at the end. But it is one that I would be willing to consider for certain if you get better info on it. And again, the you know, it's still the consensus line is still at nine and a half and 64 percent are on New England. I think that's the right side, even if Drew Locke comes back, I, even if Melvin Gordon plays, which I guess it Can sounds you believe like he, that that's how bad this team is. That they might actually play a guy who had a DUI driving ninety five and a thirty five, whatever the heck he was driving. Like, well, you they're gonna let him. You play. know, as a lawyer, as a lawyer, Matt. You know, everybody is uh, innocent until proven guilty, and if they want to let it go yeah. out the way they want. But I, I understand. He lost two million dollars, by the way, with that. 
because he has a clause in his contract for getting if uh, for getting arrested. I believe it, I think it is. Oh and, boy! And so he lost two million in, in, a, in a clause if he got in trouble. So it's yeah. it's not good for him. But well, he's going to get suspended almost without question. Assuming that there's nothing that you know is missing from the story, he's going to get suspended probably for three games from the NFL. But it sounds like he might play this. Isn't that crazy? Like yeah, it just but it's it doesn't. Crazy. It, either, I'm a, I'm going into it assuming that Gordon plays. Right. I'm going into it assuming that Locke is back and healthy, and I still like the Patriots. Right. I, didn't have to, I don't love it, but it is something that's on there for me. Okay. Uh, let's do a couple of other games here. In these games, I really don't have a good feel on either way. The Lions laying three and a half to the Jaguars in Jacksonville. I mean, this is one in three versus one in four. Why are we talking about this game? <laughs> it's gross. I, I don't want it. This is I'm going to force you to pick a it's side. It's a horrible game. For, if I had to, to, pick, I had to pick a side, I'll take the home dog at plus three and a half. Yeah, I'll take... Uh, I think this is the Lions coming out party oh, against look the Jaguars, <laughs> and they win by four. <laughs> no, I don't I don't want any piece of it at all. They're both terrible teams. I, If I have to pick a side, it would be on the Lions just because I think the Jaguars are terrible. They are getting a little healthier on defense, which, which does... Uh, you know, I think Miles Jack is back at practice at least. Uh, but I do think that Galladay, given full health, that this could be a game where the Lions put up a ton of points. But it's not a game that I want to go anywhere near. I will not be picking either side of it with I have to. How about the Ravens laying seven and a half to the Eagles? So this is the other side of my teaser is the Ravens down to one and a half yep. Yep. against the Eagles. Ravens yep. win. I, I'm just, I don't like the hook there. So I, I feel like a backdoor potential is there or maybe a straight blowout and the Ravens destroy them. But yes. Ravens are winning the game just a matter of what by how much. I think if I had to if I had to bet, it would be that the Ravens are gonna just mass- massacre them completely. But you do have this thing where uh, Lamar Jackson it didn't look great, didn't look like he wanted to run. Yep. You know, maybe his knee really is bothering him. Carson Wentz is able. I mean, they they look like they were just gonna get completely destroyed in that Pittsburgh game. And then suddenly you turned around. Yeah, I was like, whoa, wait. At, <laughs> we were like, what? You and I were texting each other. We we're like, what the heck is going on here? Um, and they the Eagles are getting healthier right now. They may have. Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson back for this game. So it is a game where I'd rather stay away. But if I had to choose one, seven and a half points, I would still go with Baltimore despite the hook. And 63% of our experts feel the same way. Uh, How about the Falcons getting three and a half from Minnesota? I think that's the only game we haven't touched on yet. 0-5 versus 1-4. and And I don't, I mean... I won't watch one second of this game. This is just a garbage football game. Dan Quinn getting fired. It worked for the Texans, so maybe it works for the uh, Falcons. We talked about that last week, by the way. There is kind of this, you know, I, again, it, it's mostly anecdotal at this point because I haven't been able, I haven't had enough time to go in and quantify it. But I feel like every time I see a coach get fi- get fired, that first game back, yeah, that team plays a little yeah, inspired. So if I had you know to play, I, mean? I would take the three and a half. I'll take the plus points there. Now, I, w- I would take the Vikings in this game, but I want absolutely no part of it <laughs> whatsoever. Okay, so this is, Matt, where I think I'm going to put in our, you let me know if there's anything off here, or I'm going to put in our potential picks right now. I'm not going to put them in. I don't put them in until Saturday night, so I yep. give Matt, me and Matt plenty of time to talk. But we're definitely putting in the Chiefs laying three and a half to the Bills. Yes. We're definitely putting in the Steelers laying three and a half to the Browns. Yes. We're definitely putting in, I guess, the 49ers getting three and a half from the Rams. Yeah, I'm okay with that. We are prop now. These other two are are right now tentative picks, but the Texans getting three and a half from the Titans. And if you had made me make a list of potential, <laughs> you know, picks that were going to be in this contest for us, this one would have been like last. This is I know me almost fading myself, by the way. I love it. Yeah. Fade yourself. <laughs> exactly right. And the final one I'm going to put in, Matt. Uh, 
you know, I, I'm going to go with the Dolphins laying eight and a half to the Jets for okay. our final one because I think we're both on that side. Yep. However, the other ones that we are considering, and so if you are saying, well, I don't really care about your picks, guys, I just kind of want to know which way you lean. We definitely both lean Dallas getting two and a half points at home from the Cardinals, and that line is moving in Dallas's direction. Uh, we lean the Patriots laying nine and a half points to the Broncos in New England. That's just one where I don't think we can pull the trigger. Other than that, we're kind of back and forth on a couple sides. I like the Bears. You like the Panthers. That in particular, the game that we're actually split on right now are the Bucks and the Packers, where we're on different sides yep. of that game. But that's it. I, I don't know, Matt. I've, I mean, this is probably the week we go one and four because I'm like, oh, I feel good. I like these picks, but uh, I feel good about these. I think there are a couple of ones that, uh, yeah. yeah I, like our top, certainly... I like our top three a lot. And yeah, me too. I, I think they, like last week, we liked our top three a lot. And then I think it, it comes in. And, and that's really when it comes to these contests and even just when you're betting in general, like the bottom, if you're betting four to five games, the bottom four and five are the ones that make or break your day or make or break your weekend for the picks. So right. it's just, if, if you have, if you're hot, you go five and oh, if you, if you don't, you go three and two, but you just want to keep yourself in plus money, obviously. Yeah. And again, another thing to think about, at least for the contest for us is the fact that as you've mentioned before, New Hampshire is one of the States where people can bet on the DraftKings contest. That's, that's where I live. And so there's probably going to be a lot of people picking the Patriots in a game where the yes. Patriots could be picked. So that might be a game that even though it's under consideration, we might want to fade unless you get info which says no, no, no. No, I'm not fading that. If if we bet that we're on the Patriots. No, no, for sure. I wouldn't go the other way. Yeah. I just meant whether we put that. No, no, no. I'm not going. I don't care what info you have. I'm not yeah, backing like Drew Locke no, against no, no, no. an angry Bill Belichick <laughs> and and a healthy Patriots team for sure. Uh, all right. Excellent. That's it. So a reminder, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern time. So 8 o'clock on Matt's time on Sunday mornings. Matt does a YouTube, a live stream on YouTube where he get breaks down the whole day. I'm going to give him the props. I don't care if I have no water. I'm going to make sure that I get him my props uh, the night before. It's a it's a fun time. Matt interacts with everybody. And listen to the Daily Juice, guys. Uh, it's, it's a great podcast. It's 15 minutes every morning. Matt breaks down his best bets. He is close. I, I don't know what the score is right now, Matt, but you are close to cashing that thousand... Right? Yeah, plus one thousand raise 1, that we 000. made in July. Uh, yeah, you know, one full unit riding on a plus one thousand bet. So I've been watching that like a hawk. <laughs> going yeah, like, yeah. This is gonna. I mean, it it's to, you know to get 10, 10 units to go ahead and, and add that to our to our roster to our record is is going to be a really nice a nice addition. Plus a hell of a way to start a weekend if I can get the raise. It's three two Houston as we speak though. So oh boy, all right, yeah. all right. So hopefully they pull it out. But either way, I think they are going to find a way to pull out that series. Uh, and I have them on, I think, plus 1,800 because I got a little late to win the series. World so, Series? Yes. Oh, nice. I, that, was, that was my one baseball bet. There that you I, go. Well, all right. My one real one. I, I might have sprinkled a little bit on like some small ones like the Rockies to make the playoffs give yeah. the expanded thing, which that didn't hit. I mean, I, I do have I, plus. It's, cra- it's crazy. I never make future bets. I made three. I made the, the Yankees under 37 wins. That hit. Yes. I, I have uh that was minus one fifteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. I had and I, and I and I have the Dodgers at plus three thirty to win the World Series. And I have nice. and I have the Rays to win the, the American League. Awesome, so. Matt. Well your future's in football <laughs> as well, everybody. You had the Jets under six yep. and a half, which something tells me you're gonna sneak by <laughs> by six or seven wins. Yeah. Uh you've got the alternative win total yeah. for the Titans at nine and a half 
which looks great at plus 155, I think, yeah. or something like that. Yep. And I think you've got, what, the Raiders yep, over, over seven? seven. Yep, over seven, yep. Yeah. Looking pretty good. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. All right, very good. Anyway, listen to The Daily Juice. You can find it on bettingpros.com slash podcast or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We will be back every week doing this, breaking down the slate. In the meantime, you can reach us on Twitter, as I said, Dan Harris 80, and at Sports Talk Matt. And until then, we will talk to you on this podcast next week. 